0: Hey, this is Dan here from RuneSilk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Demo for Show, and this is the Beard Mouth Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy.
1: it's the beard male podcast and dan you've got a little smile on i've got a little smile on i am very excited about today's podcast because it's a little bit different and it's a little bit exciting And i'm gonna say the buzzword right now to get the hook in before i even say hello to you burlesque there you go i said it the hook word is in the audience are grabbed they're like whoa what the hell did dan, and dan know about burlesque probably nothing dan what do you know about burlesque
0: Uh, dancing and stuff and you know don't really know much about burlesque so that's why we thought we'd do a podcast all about it because we're professionals and we know all about this kind of stuff so if we don't know about it we're going to get to know about it and hopefully you'll learn about it because we're learning about it right now
1: if you're listening on Spotify right now, I'm sorry, but you're missing. that I am actually dancing in, in the background. You can watch on YouTube and watch me dance. But so we have basically got an absolute expert in the field of burlesque to come on the show and chat with me and Dan right now. Um, and we met uh, her troupe and and her at this at this Oxford Beard Festival that we went to a couple of months ago. Um, it's one other and none other. Round of applause, Dan. Let's bring her in. We've actually got a guest. It is Loretta LeBanc. Hello, Hi. Loretta. Welcome, Hello. welcome, welcome.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: No problemo. Have you? I know, guys. If you, if you, if you're listening on Spotify, do go and watch it on YouTube because Loretta is a stunner. Is that your day-to-day attire, or have you dressed up specially for tonight?
2: Um, I've dressed up my top half. You don't want to see what's on my bottom half. Just the top half is there. It's fine. I'm actually in my pants on the bottom half, keeping it all nice and fresh and clear and like. <laughs>
1: We all I love, I love welcome. That. welcome to the Beard Mouth Podcast. Um, you Indeed, are welcome to teach us and to tell us all about Burlesque because I think our audience would be interested by it because you obviously performed a show at a beard competition. So how did that come about? Is there is there a bit
2: of a link there? Um in regards to um well the Oxford Beard Festival, we've been doing quite a long time now. I think it's gotta be about six six years. And part of the reason why we do it is because we absolutely love it. We absolutely love the welcome, the people that are there, and just it's just really fun. Um and it's all for a good cause. So it's just something that we enjoy doing. Um and we do like to bring our drag drag sorry, drag kings in for the beard festival, as it is obviously beard, um, beard related, um, which we did last time. So if anyone doesn't know what a drag king is, it's basically a lady that dresses up. As a male. With a beard. That. With a beard. You don't have to have a beard. You don't have to have a beard. You can have a beard. You don't have to have a beard.
1: There were definitely there were some beards there. It was
2: confusing probably. There was some it was beards.
1: Exciting and interesting. Um, yeah, so, I'm always
2: uh, confused. <laughs> I think <laughs> happily confused. I'm always like, mm.
1: So so Dan, Dan's actually been very busy in the background, beavering away, coming up with some questions for you, Loretta. Um, and I was uh-huh. just going to freestyle it. Dan's done a lot of prep for this one. So Dan, I'm going to hand it over to you, mate. What can you ask Loretta? And Loretta, just imagine that your audience that are listening right now know nothing. Okay. Teachers like the two-year-olds. Go for it, Dan.
0: No, no pressure. Thanks for that, Damo. I've done all this <laughs> hard work. I've got about seven <laughs> questions on a, on, a, on a sheet here. Um, the, the, the first question, I guess, is a bit of a three-parter, and what I don't want to do is obviously just ask questions and then get some answers. So I'll, I'll, I've got three questions that I will ask, and then obviously you can then tailor them to how you want to then tell us your story. Um, the okay. first part is, when, is what made you want to do burlesque? The second is how did you get into it? And then the third is what did that journey look like?
2: Okay, so I used to go to London a lot. Um, to, I don't know whether you know Madam Jojo's in Soho. I you ever heard it? So it's like right. a little, very sort of speechy, smoky. Sorry, I've lost my earpiece two seconds.
1: My earpiece? Dan's from Cambridge and I'm from Oxfordshire. so we very, go to we very rarely go to London. We went there hold once. I it in so my that.
2: ear, okay. Right, sorry about that. So anyway, I used to go to Madam Jojo's and I mean, used to follow a treat called um the Folly Mixtures um how I can't actually remember how I got to know about burlesque um I, I think I do you know what it was I got invited to a burlesque confidence class um in Madame Jojo's before watching the folly mixtures um it was a case of just going and the lady that was running the the show basically sort of taught us a few moves how to sort of come on stage how to shimmy you know all the sort of standard things that you get in burlesque um and uh I watched the show afterwards and I got hooked because it was just a load of women all shapes and sizes all ages just owning it just absolutely owning it it was just it was all about the body confidence and I thought you know what I need me some of that um I was actually very much um like I fell in love with the compare actually, which made me come back as well as the burlesque dancers, the way that she held the audience, the confidence it was just really nice to see that um sort of level of confidence in, with women um so yeah i I've got I I've got into it because that I, basically I used to go to every single show every month they did a show and I used to go up to London from Portsmouth and go to every single show and I was literally a proper fangirl. <laughs> so that's how I started it. and the second question sorry I've forgotten because I, I lost my, lost my
0: you're a Portsmouth, Portsmouth gal. You, Whoa, you something, crazy, Portsmouth?
1: Cra- something crazy, just happened. Then, Dan, we just had a massive. Whoa. We just, did. We just flipped. Asked, we
2: flipped. I'm <laughs> up here back. now.
0: Dan, oh, I'm on top. Oh, I like
2: it on top. I'm not going to lie; that's my favourite position, though. So.
0: <laughs> the, uh, the the narcissist inside me is like, give me the attention down the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's not about yeah. me at all.
2: Get um, back on top.
0: Get up there. Get up there. Um, so <laughs> it was mainly so perfect how you've answered how you how well what made you want to do it essentially it was just a, a kind of a impromptu thing love that and and how you got into it perfect and then mainly kind of what did that journey look like so so becoming finding out that you loved it loved the scene loved the the vibe loved everything about it to then doing it yourself doing your first show what did that sort of look like
2: um so I um I was having a bit of a mental health lull if I'm honest. Um and I'm very much someone that just is very much on a whim. I'll just decide to do something, I'll just do it. And I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. I'd always wanted to get into it, but I just I put it off for a really long time. I went to go and see shows, which I actually think was a good thing in the long run because I got to know what burlesque was about. I went to different shows, I went to the show in London, so I got to Sort of experience different styles of burlesque so i kind of it was almost like i didn't realize it but it was my research um and i saw a casting for a newcomer uh, it's called it was actually called infinities and it was a newcomer um burlesque competition um so i just entered i put an act together it was actually strange enough a um and i put an act together and just went and did it so it was uh, I kind of did think about it and I just did it, so, sorry, my earpiece not get back in.
0: So have you always been interested in the arts? Have you been, have you always performed? Did you do drama, dance, or you were singing, any music, kind of, that sort of thing?
2: Um, I did perform in arts at college, but then didn't do anything other than be very loud for years and didn't really have a creative outlet and a sort of outlet anywhere um so this was the first time and also I was in my remember I literally started burlesque so I'm 40 now so I started burlesque in my early 30s so I started you know in my early 30s when I felt a lot more that I could so I think my, my 20s I don't know how you feel about when you're in your 20s I wasn't so sure about myself I didn't have that like sort of yeah, I feel like I started at the right time. So, in my thirties was definitely the right time to start, um, and that was when I felt like I had the confidence to step into it. It's been a long journey; <laughs> it really has been a long journey. But um, yeah, well, so
1: so first and cool. foremost, you don't look forty, and I didn't realize you were forty. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> but it. Also, I tell you what—I've realized there's there's a lot of um, comparables actually to the beard community and the burlesque. So, some of the things you've said there about. Um, you've gone to a show lacking a little bit of confidence, you've seen other people performing and realising that they've got confidence, um, yeah. feeling part of something, um, you know, being a bit nervous to perform, but going along to watch. And that's exactly the same on the beard scene with beard competitions. A lot of people, mm-hmm. um, they're new to the community, they're new to the, the scene, um, they sort of, oh, no, I don't want to go on stage. I know it's very different because you have to do a lot more in burlesque, obviously, with the beard. you just got to stand there and, and say hello. Um, and also, when you're talking about actually... Growing into your confidence and being 14, being confident to do it and what was really interesting for me you mentioned about the compiering and how you loved how the compare that you watched had the attention of the audience now when I saw you compare uh, at the Oxford you were phenomenal and it's such a very interesting dynamic as well between the crowd and what you're doing as well because I mean how how would you define burlesque because it's not it's not stripping. It's not just dancing. It's it's very much its own thing. What 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 is it to explain to someone who's never seen it?
2: Um, I mean, there's so, it's so hard to define because there's so many different types of it. So I could, I mean, I particularly love. I mean, I love all sorts of burlesque, but I particularly love comedy. Comedy because that's actually where it came from. It was mockery. It was satire. The word burlesque actually means to take the Mickey out of. Um, So it was always something that I was more interested in, whereas like there's also classic burlesque, which is very much feathers and looking very, very sexy. And it's all about the striptease. Um, But we also have things like fetish burlesque, um, drag queens, drag kings. It's just hugely broad. Um, So, I mean, although the first time I went in for a competition, I always thought to myself, it's really hard to judge a competition because it's just so vast that how could you judge something that because everybody likes different things which is what we do with our shows i mean i run a show down in portsmouth called burlesque by the sea which is um something i do with one of my scarlet Fixing uh friends um and we try and put a little bit of everything in a little bit of burlesque so the striptease a little bit of dragging in a little bit of drag queen in maybe a bit of comedy song and a bit of circus it's kind of like making sure that everybody's catered for um so burlesque is quite a hard it's, I, I mean it the word means to take the mickey satire, you know, it was actually, um, apparently it was a, a way of the middle class, the lower classes taking the mickey out of politicians, Their less mm. is actually originated from that in the Victorian times, so it's actually, and it was, uh, so yeah, it's, which is why I like the comedy side of it because I like the thing where you kind of like, you know, a little bit of silliness does go a long way, especially with, uh, you know, if you can make someone laugh. Mm. Laughter is the key to good mental health. I honestly do believe that.
1: They say laughter is the best medicine uh, dan's nodding Definitely. his head away there like dan i know you're googling fetish burlesque right now back. i can see you yeah. doing
0: it some of the points you're, you're, you're raising makes sense like even with like the the, the dress you're wearing you're, you're, at the moment it's almost very um, it's a colourful, fun take on opera wear almost, isn't it? So those sort of higher class yeah. people who go on opera would have the big gowns, whereas this is a more of a colourful kind of um, take on it. So no, no, I love that. Um, so you mentioned um, you do a show in Portsmouth. Is that where you're based? Okay. I,
2: I am based, I actually live in a little town called Gospel. We call it Costa del ah, Gospel. Okay, um, yeah, so literally <laughs> a little port town in Gospel. Um, but I run a show with Demonica Latex um, in Portsmouth, and we call it basically called Belfast. I see. So it's like a. I also, obviously, I'm, I go up to Reading to do the Scarlet Vixens. So yeah, when I come to Oxford, I'm coming a little way, a couple of hours up the road to come and see you guys. So I'm not really like you. I'm <laughs> coming up that far. <laughs> so,
1: the, so the Scarlet Vixens, then that's that's a troop, right? So, so what's that the is a troop, um,
2: yeah?
1: What what makes up a troop? Is there a certain number? You know, numbers you've got to have. Is it what sort of commitment is it? Like, how would you get involved with the troop? Tell us a bit about about that and the Vixens.
2: Um, so, the Scarlet Vixens, strangely enough, I ended up getting involved with By Chance. There was actually a slot going. I saw a casting um, going at the Purple title in Reading for a compare. Now, I'd never compared before. All I'd done had seen this amazing compare um, at Madame Jojo's and I was like, I would love to be like that compare that's how i would like to be a i knew i could talk a lot of verbal diarrhea so i thought Do you know what i'm going to send an email just just by chance so i sent an email saying i like sounds really arrogant now, but like i i i like to think i've got gift of the gap i probably haven't um but i'd like to try out for your comparing slot and i didn't hear anything um and then a couple of weeks down the line i got a message saying um would you like to come and join us um at the time it wasn't highly paid because it was very early on in the Scarlet Troops um, uh, sort of when they first started Um, and I went up and they shoved a microphone in my hand and I just literally I literally blagged it if I'm honest I literally look back I'm a little bit of a blagger anyway I mean I've always been a bit of a blagger and I think it's myself like even interviews things I have always been a bit of a blagger so I just blagged it and managed to get through Um, they asked me back and back again and back again and then I ended up joining them so, and they're some of my absolute best friends now. So I don't know what I'd do without them. Amazing girls. Oh, I Fantastic.
1: Love that. I love that. So Dan, did so, you go- did you catch that Dan? That was at the Purple Turtle. Have you ever heard of the Purple Turtle in Reading? No. Isn't that where you and John Connor hang out sometimes together? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I tried to convince John to come out because so so I'd only ever been was... to the Purple Turtle once in my whole life, and um, because John was dressed so extravagantly, and after the after the uh, Opie's Beard Competition, because we were in Reading, I was like, let's go to the Purple Turtle. I want you to go dressed as this because he was like, was like a senorita wasn't it like a flamenco dancer um type senorita and i was like honestly you need to go out and we're going to the purple turtle but he wasn't having any of it and it was probably for the best to be honest but it was it was a good it was a good um a good thing in theory but maybe not in practice but did I you go then the no not that night no oh, i've only ever been you one
2: you should go Oh, I love yeah. the purple tower. It was a great venue. It is a great venue. It's got like the bit that we do downstairs is all like it's almost like it's. Uh, we used to do it on the top floor, but now they've got like this little sort of underground room. Box. Yeah, it's the best yeah. way to do burlesque is in the sweatbox, definitely. TV really, sweatbox really down below.
0: <laughs> yeah, Look, one, it is. But trust
2: me, I wear polyester. <laughs> it's hot.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, the, the one the one time I did go, it was I think it was like. Um, more what was it it was kind of not quite hip-hop but that kind of that sort of dub bassy type stuff and it was just a oh, dub bass. Box and then...
2: deep deep drum, drum and bass you mean is it dub, yeah, bass uh, yeah it was,
0: there was some drum and bass but it was quite a lot of heavy dub and stuff like that as well yeah it was yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good sweaty stuff it was i enjoyed it it was quite good fun uh, but yeah, not was, gonna lie i love a bit ready. i love
2: a bit of sweaty i love a bit of sweaty wherever i go it's fine <laughs>
1: But now now you've matured, Dan, you can go back to the purple turtle, get in the sweat box and enjoy some burlesque. Yes. So you just reminded me, Loretta, um, how do you all come up with your fabulous names? Because you mentioned uh, Demonica Latex and was that right? And some other ones as well. So where do all these crazy names come from?
2: Um, people make them up myself. Mine was actually when I was working in an office. So my name was made up when I was sat in an office, and it was between Loretta Lebonk. Oh, and I mean, like anyone can coin this, but I love this name. Or Fanny Blowback. They were the two names that I wasn't sure about having. <laughs> like both of them, I was just like, or oh, even Henrietta Humpalot. But I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go with Loretta Lebonk, and it's stuck. Uh, there's times when I absolutely hate that name, but it's stuck for so long that now I can't seem to get rid of it. But it's yeah, way it's better just- than
1: Fanny Blowback.
2: Fanny, oh, do you I oh, me? I love Fanny Blowback because that was all <laughs> Rusty Gap was another one. That was the name of a ship that I saw. Uh, a, sorry, a boat, Rusty Gap. I thought that's a great dragon name. <laughs> I yeah, think a lot of people just good. make them up themselves. It's kind of like your personality. You kind of look at it, you know, you know and, they, and then they kind of match what they think would go with their personality. So if you're mm. maybe quite sweet, you might have something like fluffy, like the word fluffy in it, or, you know, things. It, it's kind of like trying to match sort of what you're trying to portray definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean I just like the word bonk because it's an old word for you know what.
1: Tell us Loretta <laughs> we don't know actually. Well, you, you don't know what, what the word bonk means. No what does it mean tell us please.
2: Oh no you can't be that young he's looking at me like yes I do. It basically means shag. Oh. So <laughs> bonk, bonk gives someone a bloody good bonking and so I thought that was a great name and no one ever uses that term so I decided to put a le in front of it and that's the bit. name, <laughs> yeah, French. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> definitely make like it sound a little bit more exotic. Is it, so,
1: what would it? Always... What I would like to know. Oh, sorry, Dan, I, j- oh, I jumped well. and had a goal. Excited, right? Because I want to make That's sure right. that 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 we cover if we can. I bet Loretta, you have some phenomenal stories and experiences from doing shows. So. Um at the Oxford Beard Festival uh where you were comparing, there was a guy that you got involved and got him on the stage, and he was he was an older chap.
2: Yeah. And the, the
1: way you handled it was brilliant. Um, but I'm sure you have a whole panty load of, of stories to tell. <laughs> Are there any that perhaps you would like to regale to excite oh, our audience? Perhaps the, your worst ones and your best ones and the sexiest ones,
2: the funniest I heard, ones. Uh, um I've had one where there was so in the world of burlesque you normally wear safety underwear just in case when you're dancing you're moving around a lot um, and there was a time where I had um, the lovely photographer who got lots of beautiful, beautiful snaps of us on stage I mean the problem is with snaps on stage is you're moving around a lot and I'm a little bit of a gurner so I tend to but, <laughs> so there's a lot There's a lot of very unsatisfying pictures out there of me um, and he managed to Let's just wear. Let's just say I wasn't wearing 60 pounds oh. a day. So there was a lot of. I just felt. I felt sorry for the the front row audience who must have got a little bit of an eye fall um, throughout most of the show. Um, that's one I can remember um, specifically. Um, God, there's so many. It's really hard to pinpoint. Like. I'll tell you what I did like. Were you there when we did the custard, when we wrestled in the custard?
1: Yes. The, that was yes. The, the Oxford one before that, before COVID. Sorry. Yeah, there was a, wrestling was the theme for the, the beard. It's down there somewhere. One second. Just Got to your the case, left of these yeah. safety pants.
2: <laughs> Dan, we
1: need to do a whole <laughs> podcast episode on safety pants.
2: Safety pants, that's the next episode. Right, I'm going to have to hold pants. this in now. Sorry, this is dreadful. I'm so sorry, it's really unprofessional. So,
0: yeah, we did the clusters. Just, sort of sort of just, just continue just leaning, really. That's it, yeah. perfect. That's.
2: No, is that is that good? Okay, we're going with that. Hang on, wait. Get a, get a bigger oh, one there, so you yeah. don't fall right. out. That's it, I know. Um, so, yeah, the custard one was really fun. That was me and uh, Danica Latex. Um, we haven't actually practiced that with any custard. We just put this silly act together for uh, one of your Oxford Beer Festivals. And I can remember thinking as I slid into the custard shit, that's really strippery. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt. And then, the other, then it was literally over in a second. I mean, she was literally, I can remember her sat on, literally on my neck and pretending to slap me. We've got some great footage from it. But that was one of the highlights, definitely, of one of the silly things that we put together. And we specifically put that together for your um, Oxford Beer Festival. I, know, I remember we weren't allowed to have it inside because of the custard. <laughs> we ended up doing it outside. And there was a lot of mess. And then we got shows down by one of your lovely, lovely, lovely friends at the festival out with them, because we were disgusted. Yeah, I mean, like, who, who gets to say that they just slide around in custard, wrestling their friend for a living? You know, it's not bad, is it, really? Food um, and
0: fun. Who would have food
2: thought? And that food Dan's and fun.
1: Food and fun. That's all he ever talks about. Are so you? Probably just ticked a his
0: boxes for him there. Well, I have to. I always talk about food. Food pops up at least once or twice on a podcast. So, and the great thing is, Damo, is was, I wasn't even the one that mentioned the uh, the c word on that time. You're custard, right. that wasn't me. I didn't talk about food. So, thank you for for doing that because otherwise always. Are you goes, a custard oh, fan? Is the question. Uh, so I used to. Uh, do you know what? I haven't had it for a very long time, but I used to eat bowls of it just flat out bowls. Of it. But <laughs> I've got. I've actually got quite a funny story um, about custard. Does it, it it? Yeah, does, it? Yeah, no. does it involve two ladies wrestling in it? Yeah, does it? Yeah, that's the question. Does it
2: involve two ladies wrestling in it? Okay.
0: No, but it, it was. It resulted in me feeling really bad. I went to an all-you-can-eat takeaway. Got to bring in food now quickly. Won't be long. And uh, why? is get the apple pie and custard, and then you get the chocolate from the chocolate fountain and drizzle it over. Mm-hmm. And, and an older guy said to me, "Went, oh, that looks really nice." I said, "Yeah, yeah, I just just literally just put chocolate sauce on top of it." So he had a bowl of apple pie and custard, and he literally just went. And went oh that's not how you do it then because <laughs> he literally put it straight underneath the chocolate fountain and had this, this bowl full of chocolate and he was about sort of 72 just looked at me like mine doesn't look like yours it was funnier it, it, it was one of those kind of moments where it's probably funnier
2: it oh it's like,
0: only because it I lost out. you for a split second then it's that's great <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was just it was just one of those <laughs> funny ones but um but uh, talk so, so I was going to go back to Portsmouth real quickly before we do move on. I was a little, there's a reason why I keep asking about Portsmouth because I'm also my family's from Southsea. Um, really, from I'm actually in, in Southsea, Southsea tonight. Ah, yeah. we're there this weekend actually. Um, oh,
2: okay. So, there you
0: go. So random one. And it'll be really awkward if you say no, but it'd be really cool (laughs) if you said yes. If I bring Um, some customers this
1: weekend. No, 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 no. No,
0: no. Um, Yes. (laughs) No, no. Simple question is uh, Do you know a photographer called Stefano?
2: I do. Why do I? I've not actually met them, but I think they might be on my Facebook. I think I do know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, Stefano. Yeah, Yeah, because it's such a specific name. Yeah. um, Definitely, definitely got them on my Facebook. Yeah, Why do I brother. need to know this photographer? Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I well, well. I know he, I
0: know he does a lot of photography. He does, he's done a lot of burlesque photography. He, he,
2: oh, he we'll have to get him, him at the next burlesque. show then.
0: So he's probably he, he you may need, well You, have even you been need to show. message
1: him, Dan, and just ask if he ever remembers taking any photos of someone called Loretta Lebonne who wasn't wearing safety <laughs> pants one day.
2: <laughs> it might have been him. It might have been him. Have been him. Have been him. <laughs> the gurney so face lady. Scarred. The gurney face
1: lady without the safety <laughs> pants. That's,
0: like, that's why that, that's why I asked. But no, he, unfortunately he's he's on holiday at the moment and he's about seven hours
2: ahead. Oh. So I might have to pick him a nice, message well, and see if he'll do the next show.
0: He, he's definitely. I, I was going to gonna say, if, if if you're a burlesque dancer, and he probably is on your Facebook because he's most of his friends on Facebook are people you know, the burlesque dancers that he shoots. Yeah, yeah, He's done a lot of venues and stuff, but anyway, that was, that, that that's out of the way now. Okay, cool. No, nice. good.
2: That's good. Get him a little bit of work. Definitely, he can come and take take photos. If he's good at live live photography, it's a really hard thing to do is get good shots with life photography because we do like I said contour our bodies and trying to get a good shot is always interesting I've seen some interesting shots of myself <laughs> so yeah the only, the only
0: person I know the only name of a person who's shot that I know of the name is Candy Bell
2: um, I do recognise the name is that someone that's maybe not on the scene at the moment I don't I've not, not. seen a long time ago no okay mm-hmm. Dan just
1: mentioned that because he's got the word candy in it he likes food um yep. who who exactly. is who is your typical audience loretta or, or, you know does it vary from venue to venue or town to town or are there a certain ilk of people that come to watch a burlesque show do you think
2: um we have quite a large female audience actually um definitely uh so we've been doing burlesque by the sea for like six five six years now and we have a lot of people that come because obviously we change the lineup every single time to keep it fresh um mm-hmm and uh it's normally ladies we tend to have a lot of ladies we do have gentlemen but it tends to be a lot of ladies we have quite a big LGBT community um audience um Mm -hmm. which is lovely um yeah it's a a variety generally our audiences are just absolutely honestly I've been doing this for seven years and just lovely just really nice supportive Mm -hmm. because it tells it takes a lot of a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of guts to get up on stage and basically strip, you know, and I think that there's nothing worse. And sometimes audiences can be shy. And I've been there before where th- there's no cheering. I feed off energy. And if there's no energy there, I can just, it can literally just sink me within two seconds flat. And so they'll always cheer. I mean, as a comparer, i was just say like, you know, give them a little bit of a cheer, give them a little bit of a, a shout out, you know, when they come on stage, because it is a huge thing to come on stage and do something like that. Um, I know because obviously, even from the beginning, the first time I ever did it, I was absolutely terrified, and even seven years on, um, I'm still absolutely terrified. I get the adrenaline, I get frightened, but as soon as I get on stage, it goes. Even at the Oxford Beer Fest, I was terrified. I get so scared about ten minutes before. I'm like, oh god, you know, what if they're not very nice? What if they don't want to, you know, cheer? What if they're not up for it? And you know,
0: so do you do you have any sort of do you have any sort of techniques that you mentally prepare for or physically prepare for because i know you know some singers might kind of do stuff with their mouth like trying to get their mouth all exercised or if they're trying to really enunciate words do you have like a, a process that you do before getting um, on stage? do you want to know
2: the honest answer <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. What I was say do you want to know the honest answer no i, like, I do okay. have to i have to strike <laughs> myself up but i'm a chatter so i'm one of those really annoying people backstage that you have people trying to get in the zone and there's me like chat 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 because it's a nervous thing it's an anxiety thing i tend to chat more when i'm anxious so people tend to think oh bloody hell shut up and then i go on stage and chat more shit so you know it's i think i think mine's more sort of chatting especially when i'm nervous or i don't know the people backstage i tend to sort of want to get to know them um and a glass of wine not a bottle of wine because otherwise i'll be falling over but a glass maybe possibly nice glass yeah
0: So. Um, I guess the, because we, I mean, more stories, more stories. Get to say more stories. More stories. Well, um, so I guess the other thing was what was, uh, aside from the safety pants, what (laughs) is the, and the custard, and (laughs) uh, what is the, what is the strangest experience you've ever had at a show? Oh,
2: strangest.
0: Besides the sake of the custard and the beards. And- I
2: did actually, I know it's not, it's not that strange, but it was really through me. I went to Oxford and I did a show in Oxford. And it was the first show we'd done in Oxford, not the beard festival. I think it was a Jericho. And it wasn't that the audience went up for it. It was just, they were probably a little bit more reserved and a little bit shy. And um I felt that I was probably a compare that I was probably just terrifying the living shit out of them as I was climbing over, trying to get some kind of reaction. I was clawing for some kind of reaction. Um and it was all just really strange because there was just no our table actually. Here's a good one. New New Year's Eve, um our music didn't work because we did sound check, but it didn't work on the night. Um and I had to get the whole of the audience to sing Christmas songs whilst the girls stripped. Oh. That was probably one of my favorite moments. And we went a good hour where we had me comparing, none of the music works. Every the time they put the music on, it was too bassy. And it was making loads of noise and it was crackling. So we shut the music down and I basically had the whole, I remember it, the whole audience singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to the lovely Kitty Pims taking her kit off. Mm. Was probably one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it was fun, you know, I mean, they loved it. <laughs> I've got loads I of compliments account. for like getting everyone. They have it. It was it's immersive, darling. It's immersive. It's, it's like yeah. we were like, it's fine, it's immersive. I mean, yeah, we probably should have sound checked a bit better <laughs> that night, but it happens.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's what's cool. You got any questions? Like it's paused. I, I have got questions, but the the, the question the kind of questions that I've got now are more geared to I guess when we're ready to wrap up, but I don't think we're ready to wrap up yet. So it's it's, no, it's no. more about advice yeah more stories but I don't have any more questions about stories so you, you will have you'll have to ask some questions now because mine are more very much about advice and stuff like that but we'll come to that bit as okay. at the end this, the, this you know, the is spring.
1: how professional we are Loretta what's happened now that's <laughs> all right Dan's got some stuff in in his pocket for ending and uh yeah. I've the beginning bit so kind of like do you want to do the middle bit, Loretta? Do the middle bit for us. What
2: well, I mean, I What's have different? just spent three times where I've dropped the headphone out of my ear every single time and tried to mush it back again. You know, I didn't think it was that professional. But are you wanted me? Would you like would you like me to ask you some questions? I like that.
1: I like that. That's a that's a that's a compier and a lead all there. Go on, shoot.
2: There you go. Tell me about your beard um care routine. But Be make fair. it but make it more sick, but, but make it Burlesque. Burlesque, yes, make it Burlesque.
1: Right, well, I've just got to go and put my um, safety pants on first.
2: <laughs> make it burlesque. Like, would you like me to introduce you as you come on stage?
1: <laughs> and yes, you can tell some, us about your theatre routine. you comparing for us. In fact,
2: compare... Okay, well, what's your, burlesc- comp- what's your right burlesque now? name then?
1: Mine's I have mine, to have a burlesque name. Mine is... Um... Oh, God, he's putting me on the spot now. Dan, have you got one?
0: Silky oh. Delarune.
1: No, you silky can be, De La you, can be, you can be custard pants. Just well,
0: because I'm, I'm Dan from Rune Silk, and that was the first thing that came. Did you just say custard
2: mind. pants?
1: Custard pants, Dan, <laughs> That works better. I'll
2: tell you what. You don't, why don't, don't you be tre- treacle pants?
1: Treacle, Pants. Mr. Treacle yeah. pants.
2: There's
1: no treacle in my pants. Um, <laughs> something. To, in fact, in fact, there we go. You have to come up with a name for us. So oh, I'm, I'm, Additionally, okay. Ago, uh, Dan is Dan from Rune Silk. Um, over to you. You're the you're you're teaching us. Okay, you, all right. Well, well
2: okay, with? so Damo, need to leave the room because I'm going to introduce you in.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Checking your safety pants.
2: Check your safety pants. Lovely. Well, that's it. Just keep going. <laughs> I'm not going any further. It's He's gorgeous. Collection. He's. He's he's sexy. He's got a beard of foliage that you wanna play with. It's the one, the only, the incredible incredible. Demo. See, we Forced didn't even change your name, name there. We just had to say d- I like
0: it. Like okay, it. that's it's your
2: really, intro. Elongated me.
0: Elongated. You've already got demo for shows, so you're almost so you are that is your show name, is Pretty it? much that so. is your
2: show name. But Perfect, said yeah. in a way it's elongated. You've got to make sure that you say it in a long Maybe a slightly operatic. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like it. That was very good. I I feel like you could be in one of our shows. I could be. If I get up, I'm going to kick the laptop over, and it's all going to go all nuts. So I can't really. That's right. Make a bold entrance.
1: You can
2: hide. You could just. You could hide like that.
0: Here we go.
1: He likes likes food. He likes food. He likes food. Let's call him Massive Sausage Dan. Massive
2: sausage, one, Dan. One okay. okay, You're putting me on the spot here. Okay, like, and I'm like you... I'm looking like that. Right? You've been, I'm, I'm you've been desperate man. to see him. He's magnificent. Oh, he loves I'm a, right. he loves a nom on a sausage. Oh yeah. <laughs> you are in... <laughs> 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 sensational. The spectacular. Oh, we can't wait to see him and his sausage munching ways. Sausage munching done. There you go. That's the best I
0: can do. Well, I mean. <laughs> oh, good evening, darling. <laughs> Here I am, ready to tell you about my beard care routine, darling. It takes me at least 45 minutes just to even get the beard prepared to put any products in it, you see. I've got to give it a little tantalizing massage before I even think about the oils that I place inside my beard. And then i well I might consider the straightness today, but darling, it's too too bright out <laughs> to even get that straight. No blind people, darling. Anyway, nice bit of beard oil, a, a bit of balm in there just to give it a little touch up, a little mustache waxes, a little finish off, and away we go. Oh fabulous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you win, hands down. Little, A-level, uh,
2: A-level, no, A-level you're not getting away with that. <laughs> that was right. We do Boy boylesque as well. So if you ever fancy being on our stage, Big time. the boy are the best.
1: Oh, nice. Boylesque, tell us more. Boylesskers,
2: yeah, yeah, the Gentlemen nipple like tassels. Oh, the best that, ever. We do have the boylesskers occasionally.
1: That's the thing, isn't it? What's the, What's the rules? Because you don't actually like no rules, do you? It's, no, it's like, no. You,
2: you, I mean, obviously, up, the thing problems. is with with venues is that we can uh, we're not allowed to show nipple, hmm. which is ridiculous. I'm but all about free the nipple. But tassels are all right. The gentlemen, a lot of the, a lot, a lot of the, that's some good tasseling, a um, lot of the gentlemen that come in if they're leskers tend to in solidarity to the ladies wear pasties nipple tassels or pasties mm. over their nipples just because obviously there's a whole thing about like through the nipple why can't we yeah. if your nip if your nipple tassel accidentally flies off which mine does on a regular occurrence <laughs> um during a show it's fine but if you're ripping them off you can get into trouble which is mm. which i think is personally is utterly ridiculous but um obviously it's, yes. it's a licensing
0: thing right so I think, yeah I it becomes, it's a sexual a licensing. entertainment's
2: license thing yeah it's yeah. to do with most, um most-
0: I was going sorry, to say, yeah, go most, venues won't, most venues won't have a licence that covers it, so it's just keeping... Exactly. Special, they don't, but
2: the don't whole nipples thing up. always is a little bit controversial, isn't it? You know, obviously, if, if a boy Leska can come in and show their nipples, but we're not allowed to. Um, so sometimes, shh, between you and I, mine accidentally fall off. Oh, so you know what? how it is when they ac- accidentally fall off, you know, sweating it and all that.
0: Those vigorous arm movements sometimes.
2: Yeah. Just... Oh, I'm so sorry. I do apologise. There I, it goes. I've flinged so, into the audience. To be fair, I, I never keep nipples half. If you ask for Scarlet Vixens, I'm dreadful. And it's not even that I act, you know, I, I pull them off. They just come off. I just cannot get I seven years I've been doing it, I still can't get glue that holds them on properly. Might just must have the sweatiest nibbles in burlesque. They just don't <laughs> they just they just don't stick, honestly. They just go left, right and centre. I always get a good cheer though, you know, so <laughs> everyone loves nipples what can i say we've
0: tried all the glues we've tried the tesco print stick the brand name prit yeah. stick yeah, the yeah. The we, green we, Pritt glue. Stick, you know they just don't of it work tried super glue oh damn
2: that. it basically just got really sweaty nipples so you know
0: i'm,
1: I'm thinking Fabulous. maybe we need to change your name then loretta LeBonc is it's gonna have to be something like sweaty nips
2: nancy or something <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <spicy>. <laughs> It's I nice know it's actually quite a good burlesque name, actually. Sweaty nips Nancy. There you go. Can oh, I, there I, you I go. My boy You've got sweaty it. Nancy. You've got it. Sweaty nips. Nancy. Nipples. Slippery nipple
1: Look, I'm not going to lie to you. There's there's a couple of guys in my Beardy Fun Club that I'm sure would love to be Leskers. and we, we could be called the the Sweaty Nip Nancys, and there could be loads of us. Oh, it could be ah, good. And,
2: could be we great. run a show. If you want a slot, we've got a slot for you guys. Bring it, does it down.
1: Pay, does it pay well, or are we just coming on as amateurs? uh
2: So we've taken quite a long time. So the the show that we run down in Portsmouth, it's, it's taken a long time. We do pay, we always pay. There's never any time that we don't pay because I don't think that's obviously fair on performers coming. So we always make sure whether that's someone that's a newcomer or someone that's established. They always they're always paid, and that's been from the word go. Whether it be we we built our audience up. Um, for a long time so we are able to now feed people so if someone comes in with like whatever their fee is we can normally say we can honor that or we can't depending on sort of we know how many people we are going to bring through the door but we don't have any additional money we do it all by ourselves
1: dan is currently 50p a show um could you afford to have
2: dan on your show 50p a show 50p a show well i'll pay you i'll pay you 50p a show no, Dan's fifty. I don't even want.
0: I don't want fifty p as, oh. as long as there's like pizza or something at the end of the um, <laughs> Okay, pizza.
2: So I, I can sort your pizza. I'm a man. It, right. it
0: doesn't even have to be a Domino's or a Pizza Express. It can literally just be an Iceland and chuck it in the oven.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of Domino's, so I don't blame you. <laughs> Damn, Get your bad, Tommy? Stop, de- stop derailing the thread with food chatter. I'm still got. Why? But I know I like food, so let's talk about food. <laughs>
1: I was gonna ask a really good question actually. Uh and I think I've forgotten it now. I'm just thinking about pizzas. Uh oh, we'll talk pizza. about food for a
0: bit while they I I've got it,
1: I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I got it. I imagine that within the community of burlesqueism or whatever it is, do you have people that are teaching it? Do you have Facebook groups about it? Do you have a whole community behind it? Are people attending events together? Is there clubs? Is there like is it a whole thing the same as bearding?
2: Yes yes there is a community out there um i think where it's obviously not mainstream i mean obviously you've got your dita von Teese's. um so she's like she's probably the most mainstream um burlesque dancer out there who have i have seen her a few times um but yeah there's loads of communities there's loads loads of shows like you just need to find them absolutely loads i mean obviously we've done some in oxford absolutely loads in london so there's always something going on so it is quite a it's growing. It's in the last seven years I've been doing it, I've seen it grow massively. Um, as long as um we have venues, but unfortunately a lot of venues are being changed into yeah, flats cool. and Starbucks and things like that. No, if it's a Starbucks, but like all the lovely venues they had in Soho or the beautiful sort of quirky, slightly underground mm-hmm. venues yeah. seem to be going and that's where they were doing it. So yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So God. it's trying to keep that alive. Yeah. So unfortunately those some yes. of those venues are going.
0: That's a, that's an interesting point then, because obviously didn't didn't even think about it because I'm starting to forget all about COVID. But I guess that must have been disastrous for in-person performances. What what happened during COVID? Like, you, yeah, was it online?
2: Did it did it reverse? Yeah, we went online. Of course, we did. Yeah, we went online. online. A lot of it was online. It wasn't quite the same. It's very weird. I did one show with Burlesque by the sea I went up to my friends in Reading to do it because my internet's really rubbish at my house and. I had a, a few to drink um, and it's really weird. We had everyone, it was like a Zoom meeting so we could see all of the audience members all sort of cheering. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was weird because you couldn't hear the audience feedback, which is what I feed off. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I look back on it, I mean, I, I did okay, but I could see that I was just absolutely—it was out of my comfort zone totally. Because like not having that audience feedback is really strange as a compare, or even as a fair less dancer. You know, if you're on stage and you can't hear anybody, you're kind of talking yeah. to sort of quiet, which is a strange sort of stage, But it was still a great way of. So we'd like literally, um, yeah, we did a, we did quite a few shows actually. Scarlett Vixens did quite a few shows online. So just yeah, just whacked it online. We did it on Zoom, which seems like a long time ago. It's only two years, but it seems yeah, a long time ago. But
0: it's had a lot. But it's had a long impact on venues, isn't it? I mean, a lot of venues yeah. didn't survive. A lot of venues haven't yeah. opened again. So mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. It's 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 good that you did try and, you know traverse onto the online realm for it. And I, and I totally understand what you're saying about the audience, the the, the feedback from the audience, because I know a lot of my friends who are DJs and stuff like that have then gone to doing zoom dj sessions yeah or online facebook lives and it's like well i guess you're still getting to do what you want to do and you've got an audience but it's not quite the same as being in a club yeah. and watching people sweaty Mm-mm. and hands in the air mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff so yeah that must have been quite a, an interesting period if not quite frustrating Well, you're
2: where you feed off the energy in the room. I think as a DJ or anything that you do as a compare, it's like you know you feed off the people in the room. You have to read the room, then you feed off their energy, and and not having that is strange. But you know we got through it, so like everybody yeah. did. Uh, good, good. Yeah.
1: Right, Dan. Have we have you got the ending questions?
0: So yes. Um, main thing is is what advice would you would you have for someone who uh, who wants to get into burlesque?
1: Can I, answer okay.
2: that one? can I
1: answer that one, please? Yeah. Come up with a really cool name.
2: Come up with yeah. a really cool name, yeah. Like I said, I'll, yeah, come up with a really I'll cool name. That. Do you I'll know look. what? Research. Go to as many shows. Every show is different. Go to as many shows as you can. Like, learn. Learn about it. That's the only way that you learn about it. I don't actually even think that burlesque classes are the right thing to do because I never went to burlesque classes. My education was literally going to shows and learning off you know girls in shows or blokes in shows and just just any any kind of shows just try and they're not that expensive you know like we don't charge a huge amount of money we try to make sure that it's um that everybody can go it's not elitist it's like you know we keep our prices mega low um you you can go to shows from like five pounds and sometimes even if you message people I mean I know that if people are short of cash and they've messaged us before that we just like put them on guest lists so I know that sometimes the arts isn't always um something that's available for everybody and I think that's important that it should be definitely so yeah
0: love that yeah making arts accessible love that
2: 100 100 because it's escapism isn't it and I think we all need a little bit of escapism definitely
0: <laughs> and then finally if people yes. want to find you follow you what platforms are you on and how do we find you
2: um so Instagram and Facebook I'm on under Loretta LeBonc. um I also obviously I'm under the Scarlet Vixens so if you want to follow the Scarlet Vixens um and the lovely Jabli oh nice he's, he's straight in there Burlesque by the Sea is another wow. one which we run down um in Portsmouth <laughs> so yeah if you, they're the platforms that we run off um so yeah
0: so cool. it, that, are you happy oh are you happy for us to pop some links to the burlesque uh, definitely. By the, in the buy in, in the description
1: most say, definitely in the so is it in the in the portsmouth massive where is this? tell us about this venue are you there every week you're doing shows or when when's the next show what's going on like because we've got people down in the south that might be listening right now they might be like Do you know what? yeah
2: Yeah, so our next show is the 2nd of December um, and it's at Staggeringly Good, which is um, a brewery. So it's like a warehouse. It's beautiful. Um, So if you know where Fratton Park is down in Portsmouth, it's it's literally right next to fratton park it's kind of this little gem you go into industrial estate and you're like hang on what's going on here you walk in there's a brewery suddenly you're just into this brewery and it's upstairs in in there so it's called staggeringly good and they do some great beers so i'm going to plug them because they are and also the guys that run it are just magnificent Uh, you know i've worked for a lot of venues in my time and they're just the nicest guys like really look after us really you know Make sure that we feel welcome, and you know, just a great collaboration. So we really enjoy work with them, definitely. And then the Scarlet Vixens, the one in ready and he's actually in purple turtle like, next Saturday. But I'm not in that one bit. There's obviously there's a changing lineup every single time, but do go because the girls are magnificent. So if you get a chance,
0: that's cool. Yeah. And then, and for the benefit of demo, does the, uh, the does the brewery have a beer that's anything like a Bud Light? <laughs>
2: oh mate, like the the beers in that place—it's all dinosaur themes. Honestly, um, follow them. It's just, uh, it's just uh, the the beers are beautiful. I mean, I'm not a massive beard guru, but even I'll drink the beers in that place. It's just, yeah, they're really good. So if you, follow
0: I'll, them I'll It's it, so all—it's literally dino, dinosaur,
2: it. dinosaur themes.
1: It's it's a separate it's a separate theme on the Beard Male Podcast, Loretta. Basically, Dan took me to the London Beard Craft Festival and I hated it. All the beers right. horrible. It's not for oh, me. Really? I'm, quite, I'm quite happy with a can of bird or a can of course or a can of carlin. I'm done. That's me, I'm good. But Dan tries to get me doing these extravagant ales. So oh, the craft event, beers yeah. If there's ever an event, it, it always tends to be a brewery. think a beard events, you know, That's even the ballet stuff, it's always yeah. a brewery. It's a good venue. But it's not a good venue if you just want a can of
2: bloody. I just want a can of blood. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. As long as Staggeringly Good aren't listening, sneak it in. That's what I'll say. I usually sneak are you it the the in. Article. Do the article. old, article. do the old sneaky, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, and sneak it in, and then you can have your own beer. I'm yeah. the same. I mean, like it, they're beautiful beers, but I'm like, I'm like a cheap wine drinker or rum, rum. I'm a rum drinker, definitely. Rum. Rum. The rum? With <laughs>
1: Where is so if you if you do see some beardy guys uh going to any of your events and one of them's got a pizza from iceland under his arm and the other one's got a can of bur- <laughs> it's just me and dan
2: yeah, oh and you can sit in the front row let me know you definitely will put you in the front row so you and get full view of panties. everything yeah. yeah so you get the full view of my non-safety pants which <laughs> <Me and Dan laughs> you lucky wearing, guys
1: me and dan will be wearing two pairs of safety pants just- <laughs> yeah right (laughs) bloody bloody marvellous well one hell of a show we've done 48 minutes and 52 seconds thank you very much for coming on thank you
2: so much thank you so much for inviting me it's been really lovely um
1: oh no carry on carry on it's lovely, lovely. Thank, you. Lovely. thank you so
2: much. I was being all British and saying, "Oh, how lovely!" No, thank man, you so no, much no. for having us. bloody no, lovely. No, Had a lovely time. Lovely gentlemen. Thank you so much. But yeah, no. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. And sorry, my earpiece just fell out about a million times. But I need to get myself a bigger earpiece. I think. But I, I think I styled it out. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, did, no, you, did right.
1: you did all right. You uh, did Dan, <laughs> anything in in closing?
0: No, I think that's been it's been great. Really enjoyed it. I've learned some new stuff. Um, definitely need to go and check out safety pants. Um, we're definitely gonna talk about safety pants in another episode a whole new um, episode. and yeah, it's been really, really enjoyable. Yeah, thank you for, for coming in and um, look forward to seeing you at uh, the next Oxford one, I assume, if we don't see you before. I that.
2: would hope so, I hope so. I always hope that they invite us back because I absolutely, it's one of my favorite gigs, to be honest. And if you ever do want to come down to Portsmouth, obviously I'll be on the guest list, come down and have a little gander, yes. sorted.
1: Super thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we would appreciate your comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube watching, uh, let us know what you thought about the podcast, and uh, we'll see you all next week for some more stuff. Bye for now. Good night. Thanks for listening or watching the Beard Mail podcast. We have new episodes dropping at 07.30am every Wednesday in UK time. So we thank you very much for watching. Check us out on www.beardmail.co.uk for everything that's new and happening soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Loretta, we're still still recording, we're still recording, safety pants, safety pants. What we do, right, after the intro or after the outro, there's about three guys that are super keen and they always listen past the the outro, so we always give them a little bit of a special extra. Most people, they're not even listening anymore, but these couple of guys, they always listen a bit extra. So tell them something brilliant or beautiful or marvellous or secret. This is the secret bit of the podcast.
2: Oh okay oh okay secret bit of the podcast okay what is the secret bit of the podcast i mean would you like me to shimmy what What would you like me yes. to do i can yes, shimmy yes, i mean that. my earpiece will 100 percent fall out do if it. i shimmy okay let me take the earpiece out i'm taking it out this
1: is for you john paul this i is mean you, i need Ashley. i need you to, to do i need party. you to
2: sing <laughs> there you go That's the, the
0: secret secret secret,
2: secret 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 secret, secret squirrels. You can no one secret
0: knows about safety so, fancies is, the
2: secret that is literally word. going to be my, my secret word from now on
1: loretta, loretta you have just converted all of our spotify listeners to the youtube channel they're literally going hang on i need to go and watch that what was she doing <laughs> i'm going to go and watch <laughs> i'm really going to go and watch thanks very much it'll be me and dave oh, <laughs>